It's Monday. It's February 5th. And the word of the day is new deastertion, which means of or pertaining to the day before yesterday. Used in a sentence, apparently we don't have a word for the day before yesterday, the actual day, <laughs> but we know that it's new deastertion in nature. Yeah, right. Get on that, the British. Americans aren't allowed to name shit anymore, or I'd do it. <laughs> and if it was four days ago, it's new new deastertion. <laughs> sure. I'm No Illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, we watched the State of the Union, and it's none of those words. <laughs> Trump makes it super clear that he wants to fuck a hydrocarbon. <laughs> and if you order your copy of the Nunez Memo in the next ten minutes, you get a free set of jingly keys. <laughs> But first, the rest of the intro music. All right, just cutting in for a quick programming note here. We'd originally planned on doing a breakdown of the State of the Union address on this week's show. But just as we were putting the finishing touches on that script, the Nunez memo was released. Mm -hmm. And suddenly the State of the Union seemed like old news. So we decided to pull an audible... And talk about all the damning allegations and new revelations contained in this shocking new memo. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, who wants um, to go first? Uh, all right, we're looking for damning allallegations and new revelations in the Nunez memo, no. go <laughs> whoever no. wants to go. No, I, I, I know, I know. So, uh, who's? I mean, we didn't agree who would go be, right, be, right first. But I mean, when I um, um, <laughs> hey, so, uh, they, the, they. Okay, that's a good start. We yeah. got a pronoun. Don't they? Don't like him. <laughs> no. No, they sure do not like him. They, they do not like him. Yeah. Then, right? Okay. Cool. Ah. Uh, you guys just want to do the State of the Union thing? Or? Yeah, let's oh, do thank the God. State of the Union. Okay, we'll, we'll do, do that. The State That's Union. real news. Is he a baseball player? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Citation Needed, what? the name we're using we're... for today's special episode about Donald Trump's State of the Union address <laughs> oh. from last week. <laughs> okay. That's the speech where you pick a topic, read a single Breitbart article about it, and pretend you're an expert, <laughs> because this is America and that's how it works now. I'm your host, Heath Enright, and joining me to break it all down are fellow skeptic rats, Noah Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, just curious for next time, um... What song would you like to have performed by our sergeant at arms as you enter the recording arena from now on? Oh, uh, milkshake. Uh, the fat guy mm. tuba noise. Sad trouble. Baby elephant walk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Excellent fix. Just off the top of your head. That's cool. I'll, uh, I'll don't <laughs> know what fat life is, but you know it's called baby elephant walk. That's cool. <laughs> That's actually a different. That's baby elephant. Was that not what you meant? No, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to do the elephant. I was thinking sad trombone. Actually, is what you were going for. You're getting the elephant thing. Moving on. All right. Let's get right into the State of the Union, and I'll start by saying 
This was a clear victory for Donald Trump and the Republican Party in several ways. Uh, most importantly, Trump never got caught tweeting on camera. Mm-hmm. So that was a win. Yeah. Uh, wish I could say the same for the Democrats. Candy Crush, really? Come on, Brenda. Get your head in the game, Brenda. <laughs> Hour and 20 minutes, Brenda. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, also a win. Trump never directly expressed any sympathy for Nazis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice improvement from past speeches. And he never used the N-word or any other ethnic slurs. Huh. Um, granted, he found ways of expressing those same emotions, <laughs> but he never technically, <laughs> technically hate spoke. So, you know, low bar, but he did manage, you know, a nice sloppy tumble right over that bar. No problem. Did so. he, though? I mean... Are we sure it wasn't technically hate speech? Like the whole not, look at all the people no. that immigrants murder part. And I, and I ask that not because I want to parse it on air, but rather because I want to draw a huge circle around the fact that two reasonable people can disagree about whether the State of the Union was hate speech. I think it falls into that sweet, sweet, too many questions about the Holocaust gray area. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there's there's that that one question where you're like, oh, you hate Jews. That's what this is. <laughs> I thought you liked history, but you disliked <laughs> Jews. Okay, well, I thought we were going to get the numbers accurate. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're personally attacking me again. We had a nice conversation about that. I was just asking questions. Give me anyway. the intro I want. So- Give me the intro I want. I want the baby elephant. <laughs> baby elephant. You get it. Done. Flight of the bumblebee. All right. <laughs> All right, so before we get into the whole, uh, the actual speech, you guys have any thoughts on their awkward little five minutes of pregame while they waited for Trump to show up late like a fucking asshole? <laughs> well, I feel like we kind of have to talk about the fact that Melania wouldn't even, like, be in the same motorcade as he came in. <laughs> also, the fact that she was dressed up like a Vegas magician. Like, what, was, what was up with the all white? Was she, like, standing with the sexual harassers? <laughs> she looks like she was about to lead a band of trophy wives in over their heads, just like... Right, I, like, if there had been a white wand and a top hat, that would have looked right in that outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like the look of uh, Paul Ryan and Mike Pence. They they look like worried stage parents, yes. you know? Like, like you think people are going to get the Al Jolson routine? Like, you think they're going to get it? Like, the, the message, it's, I we're winking at it. We're not winking at it. Yeah, I mean, Pence is it. too dumb to think, but Paul Ryan has a, oh, please don't shit yourself look on his face the entire time, you know? <laughs> or or maybe it's that he did shit himself, and that's what that look was. <laughs> also enjoyed the, uh, the the pan over the Black Caucus. They stayed <laughs> seated as Trump walked yeah. in. Like, I loved every pan over the Black Caucus oh. throughout. We'll talk about a few of those. I just, I wanted so bad for them to wear football pads and Kaepernick jerseys and take a <laughs> knee at this point. She's like, fuck you. Somebody throws a football right in his face, whatever. Oh, I need the Black Caucus's reaction to this speech for everything, ever. It was the greatest. Whenever I'm at brunch with my wife's friends, just like, <laughs> and then he said, I don't know if I'm ready for the relationship, and I just turn to the Black Caucus, and they're like, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> You just wanted to eat your pancakes. <laughs> Thank you, Black Caucus. That'd be great if you could just have the Black Caucus walk around with you as like your Shakespeare chorus. <laughs> just point to them whenever. Love it. And by the way, I thought this was worth mentioning. Uh, apparently, a couple of the Democrats like made some noise that they were going to bring Dreamers with them. So they ordered the congressional police to arrest anyone who showed up without proper documentation. Yeah. Wow. Trump was going to shit on the Dreamers, but, you know, not to their faces. Right. And then yeah. they were going to burn a mini Reichstag for good fun. It was 
Yeah, so he's walking in and he's shaking hands with everybody. And honestly, I wanted Trudeau to sneak in, just like wearing a mask and wrestle him to the ground during a handshake <laughs> here. Would have been fantastic. We also got to see Ben Carson for a second. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. Somehow, how does he do this? He keeps getting sleepier. <laughs> Since a year ago, he's noticed he's visibly sleepier. He's actually got a little pixie falling around throwing dust in his <laughs> eyes at this point. Also, did you notice that for no reason whatsoever, he was somewhere in the middle of the line. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben, you mind looking like more than just one guy tonight? And back to the front of the line. And to the middle of him. I'm honestly just happy he got out of the elevator. I was like 80% sure he was still in there. Just like, hello. <laughs> Hello, I'm almost out of peanuts. <laughs> I brought these with me, but not to share. Hello. Yeah, so it was a fun procession in. And uh, it ended with, this happened a bunch of times, but th- th- this is the first time. It ends with Trump clapping for people clapping uh, for him. Oh, He's, he is the, the worst. worst. Oh, my Zero God. Zero seconds. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he claps for himself longer than virtually anybody, and then he gives himself an encore. <laughs> and by the way, of course, he's clapping right into his microphone. Yeah, and it's, it's not even <laughs> a human clapping, too. He's doing like a semi, like he's trying to start a clap. Like he's like, clap, clap, clap. But I think it's just his old brain can only bring his hands together so many times per minute. It's just like, all right, and then back together. He's playing a fucking accordion of his own age. Well, but it's, it's also the, the tiny little hands. You can't go really fast and expect to That's hit fair. those, yeah. you know? He didn't want them to, like, swing by each other. <laughs> All right, so he makes the big entrance. Like he might as well have like like a, a valet and a tennis racket for no reason, just like <laughs> WWE style. And uh, so after another like fifteen minutes of clapping for himself, way beyond all the other clapping, <laughs> he finally starts the speech and uh, basically starts with you know MAGA. Everybody clap now again. I'll wait. Yeah, seriously, I'll wait. He had to wait a bunch of times to be like, no, we're we're doing the clapping again. And as he stared at everybody. And then uh, the rest of his little intro, it's just Trump naming stuff that you're an asshole if you don't clap for. Right. So he can get more clapping. Yeah. No, the whole opening was a comedian starting with, let's hear it for the moms. Am I right? How about moms, huh? <laughs> and I'd like to say, as an asshole, that's the whole speech. It's him saying, I've got some people who had unfortunate things happen to them. And then I've got people who did their jobs. If you don't clap, you mean. Also, <laughs> why did the first lady get a shout out during the State of the Union? I don't remember that in other states of the union they're like also melania's here Mwah. love you <laughs> yeah it's a little weird sorry about the stormy thing <laughs> uh also small thing uh first thing i noticed when i saw trump start talking are his teeth rounder did he get his teeth rounded is that even a thing it looks like one big single upper tooth and one big single lower tooth, and it's just in like a weird rounded shape. I, I think honestly that they may have done something weird with his dentures during this thing to make sure that they didn't come loose as they have a habit of doing when he gives long speeches. And it felt like at one point they were. So there actually may have been something weird about his teeth. They okay. may have actually been rounder. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he, he does his weird clap baiting thing and uh that included uh the story of petty officer ashley leppert and he's like ashley leppert she's a hero and petty officer leppert looks like she's sitting next to her brother at the fucking kiss cam at a baseball game <laughs> it's like no no i'm not with I, 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 this my is brother. assigned seating friends friends 
Also, uh, in case you're wondering what her moving story is, she did her job, everybody. Her job. I made podcasts during the hurricane, and she went to places where the water was. (laughs) Well, I'm cool with her being a hero, but he's an ass all the way presented. That's her job. It's her job. (laughs) You can't be a hero for doing your job, especially if we set you up in a hero. That people are just heroes for a living. That word has no meaning. Yeah, yeah. there there are people who risk their lives for us. Like them. Yeah, that's what hero means. But yeah, he's being an asshole about how he's doing it. And Two it, votes. Because right after this, he's like, he's like, okay, any wildfire people in the house? Give it up for wildfires and the people involved in that. Well, he's just listing a, a series of the natural disasters he's presided over, right? He's like, yeah, can't blame me for floods and fires on. Like, what about the pair? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> also, he introduces that by saying, and we've also encountered things we never could have expected. And I'm like, you never could have expected floods and fires? Right. Really? Never. <laughs> that wasn't in <laughs> Let's hear it for the Cajun Navy who managed to face down the unexpected floods and fires of Louisiana. Yeah, right. Well, and also because he spends all this time talking about Houston and Florida and the California wildfires. And I'm like, hey, you don't mention PR, do you? But then he does, right? Like right at the very end where he's like, and uh, all the people of Houston and Puerto Rico will always be with you. He said that, by the way, on the day that FEMA announced they were going to stop sending water and food to Puerto Rico. We will always stand with you was in his fucking speech that day. Until now. Now. (laughs) One vote. Uh, He also pointed out Steve Scalise at this point. Uh, He's the guy who got shot during the practice for the congressional baseball game last year. All right. Now, apparently I'm wrong about what constitutes heroism, so I'm happy to be corrected. Steve Scalise (laughs) received a bullet. That is not, is that a heroic thing to do? He might as well have lay on the floor and then done a kip up. There was so, <laughs> such an inappropriate level of celebration of surviving the reception of a bullet. Yeah. There's a weird moment. There's no, weird I'm with moment. you on that one. Yeah, exactly. And Scalise was, he took it weird. He did a lot of smiling and he did double guns a few times. Yes. For a guy who just survived a shooting, it was more double guns than I was expecting. Yeah, but also, like, isn't it, like, isn't this part of the speech, let's hear it for gun violence? (laughs) (laughs) You know, where else would we get all these inspiring survivors if it wasn't for all the guns? (laughs) Yep. And uh, this is when we got a pan over Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, and they were pretty amazing, too. The Black Caucus was the best, but but Pelosi and Schumer were pretty fantastic, too. Oh, my God. Like, like at this point, they looked like someone in their waiting section just ordered a steak well done but juicy, and they're both like, (laughs) fuck you. Okay. That's not fair. Someone should have told them there were going to be cameras at the State of the Union. (laughs) Seriously, God. At one point, Pelosi looked like she was going to spit out one of her teeth. You know what I'm talking about? Where she's just like, mm, one second, I almost got it. Uh, something hits into a spittoon. She's like, that's what I think of that. Like they're trying to summon Cyclops powers by staring really hard. And like, they, is it? Where's the laser going? Is he killed by a laser yet? No. All right, we'll keep trying. 
Yeah. And then we got more extended clapping for himself. Like, <laughs> yeah. keep it going for clapping for me, right? Yeah, right. Clapping for me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right, keep it going. This is where he introduces the, cause we're not good at anything. So he has to introduce the vague concepts that it's mean to say Americans aren't good at. And he's like, Americans are the best at climbing mountains, grit, heart, <laughs> unicorn. Let's hear it for the American unicorns, everybody. Let's give American unicorns a standing ovation. They're the best unicorns. <laughs> and also, by the way, this is where he finally gets around to the State of the Union itself, which, by the way, is strong. But, <laughs> but, but after he says that, though, he steps all over the most predictable applause line of the goddamn speech. He goes, the State of the Union is strong because, because, because... Hold on, I'm not done. I'm talking. I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And also, the state of our union is a garbage fire. You can't say our union is strong (laughs) and then cut to half a room sitting down filled with hatred. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And from there, we get into the... Uh, I guess I'm going to call it the technically not lying, but horribly representing information section of the speech. There's some lying, too. Yeah. There's also and, some um, Yeah, this section lying. will last for pretty much the rest of the speech, <laughs> uh, starting with the announcement that we've added 2.4 million new jobs since his election. And yes, technically that's true, but the pace of job growth since Trump took office is actually down compared to the average over seven previous years. It's, so. it's the lowest it's been yeah. in six years, yeah. 200 new jobs in manufacturing, 500,000 new jobs in making stone wheels, 1 million <laughs> new jobs in farming by hand, <laughs> just <laughs> scrabbling in the dirt. Yeah, uh, he also claims that after 200 years of wage stagnation, <laughs> well, we're finally seeing rising wages. Um, nope. No. <laughs> uh, wage growth is down compared to Obama's final year in office. Yeah, if you want to compare a... it to the most recent one that wasn't him. Straight up fucking lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also says that unemployment claims have hit a 45-year low. Yeah. Claims. true, claims. but claims. Yes, yes. exactly <laughs> right. Ever since we started drug testing them, a lot of them don't show up. <laughs> Yes. Maybe it's related to the never-ending story centuries at the yes, front gate of the right. fucking unemployment office now. <laughs> Could be that. Ugh. Which, by the way, is so fucking stupid that Atreyu got through there from just running. Running? <laughs> yeah, really? nobody, thought nobody, to run, nobody thought of running. Okay. Everybody's Every yeah. walking. All the knights were walking. Okay. <laughs> stupid. Anyway. Um, from there, we get the announcement that... Uh, Hey, black people finally got a fucking job. Like that was that was a nice little section. Technically not hate speech, but really felt like it. Was really surfing felt, the edge. He didn't say those exact oh words I just said, but it really felt like that. And then oh. we got another pan over the Black Caucus. Oh my and, god, oh they're my so good. God, it was the they're best. So good. Like they might as well be looking the other way, fists in the air, like Tommy Smith. Just every shot of the caucus was amazing. I wanted it so badly. Like cut back to him doing the like, come on. Come on, stand up. Gesture at them <laughs> and them just slowly shaking their heads and him doing it like, hey, hey get out of here, you. Uh, hey, come on, you're just busting my balls. <laughs> These guys. My balls. You're busting. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no? When I- Paul Ryan and Mike Pence just leap from the back. Jump at him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> so, sleepy, uh, sleepy time, Donald. Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. It also had a uh, Mexicans got jobs too section. Yeah. Great. Yeah, also the rich are finally getting richer. Bigger crumbs for us, folks. Could he be (laughs) more at the beginning of a stock market crash movie? Stock market is climbing and climbing like it's never climbed since before (laughs) the Great Depression. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Those numbers only go up. Have you guys heard of Bitcoin? It's phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. He's like, yeah, this this part of the speech is really going to hold through Thursday. Donald Trump loves Endicott Steel. Yeah. <laughs> he also says college savings accounts have gone through the roof. College what? savings accounts. <laughs> all right. Uh, from there, Trump moved on to his uh, his victory lap about all the tax cuts. Oh. That was great. And honestly, I'm actually feeling good about this. I do want more money. We're all getting more money. There is no other side to that coin. No. It's just magical more money. <laughs> yeah. Get excited. Hooray, standing ovation. Less money with which to govern and recover from storms and employ heroes and pay them pensions. Hooray, <laughs> tax cuts. <laughs> yep. And then he points out that this was literally the biggest tax cut in American history. Which is literally not true by any goddamn metric <laughs> whatsoever. It's the craziest lie yeah. in the speech. It's Nor the- is it helpful if it's true. Yeah, th- exactly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, it's like he went up there and bragged about how many people he killed in Nam. <laughs> Ugh. He might as well have Reagan's corpse up there and their dicks are both out. It's just like, look, look, see? He's bigger. No more government. And there's this amazing shot. Honestly, the whole thing is worth watching for the pan when everyone applauds to that, to Mitch McConnell, who could not more look like an evil henchman at the beginning of a Bond movie. Yes. He's, just, he's sitting and he's practically steepling his fingers and just going, ooh, fresh lettuce for me. <laughs> yep. So uh, then from there, Trump tells us, that a typical family of four, they make $75,000 a year. <laughs> That's a typical family of four in America. Make $75,000 a year, and they're going to get a tax break of about $2,000 next year. So we cut their bill in half, apparently. And here's the thing. His speechwriters are using mean income for that instead yeah. of median income because the country's fucking stupid, and nobody <laughs> has any idea what the difference between those two things is. Uh, right. Yes, the typical family of four making $75,000 a year is not a typical family of four. <laughs> it's so <laughs> The typical family of four and a half Mexican black women will see a tax cut of three-tenths of a dollar of a hay switches. Everybody start clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of stuff. Also, holy shit, that will pay for my Costco membership. <laughs> when he gets the clap for that, Melania is not clapping or standing up. And I'm like... Like someone needs to cue her. Be like, "Hey, you like him in public." Not like <laughs> since the Stormy Daniels thing. <laughs> yeah, he also announces proudly here that the individual mandate is gone. Yeah, got rid of that especially cruel tax that <laughs> fell mostly on people making less than fifty thousand dollars a year. That's what he says. Uh, quick thing. Everything that happens in this country happens mostly to people making less than 50 grand a year. The median individual income is about 30 grand, you misleading fuck. (laughs) Right? Jesus. Yeah, we got rid of an especially cruel tax. 
you having health care. <laughs> Jeannie, I wanted him to so just stupid. lean forward. Jeannie, you're free to get <laughs> sick and die. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got a little pan over Ted Cruz at this point, which was fun. He is not looking good. No. He got he got meltier. More and more like the penguin every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like the Phantom of the Opera got left in the car on a hot day. It's not good. Yeah, and also, they c- cut to him, and then they cut to Pelosi, like, leaning over and saying something, and I don't know what she said, but they cut away from it fast. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, I'll tell you what, these mother... Let's look at some Ohio people. Something. Yeah, exactly. At this point, he's like, okay, so look at these Ohio small business people. And their black friend. Look, seriously. <laughs> also pan over the black friend. <laughs> Camera pan over black friend. Now. Yeah. yeah, no, these people could not possibly look more from Ohio. And then he goes like, please stand up, black friend. I didn't get you a ticket for nothing here. You know, like. Yeah. The Ohio family looks like someone strained white people essence through cheesecloth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is where we learn from Trump that Black Friend is a welder in their small business. Mm-hmm. And according to Trump, this guy, this welder, he's going to use his extra like uh, like $800 in tax savings that he'll make next year to buy a house and pay for his kids' college tuition. Multiple kids. What? That's He's going to invest his tax break in a house <laughs> and college tuition it's for 800 bucks. Yeah. Really? Like Trump University and a house in Atlantic City? Well, well, I don't know about the, uh, I don't know about the college education, but you can build houses on Atlantic for less than that, but you also have to put one on boardwalk at the same time, and he never mentioned that. <laughs> Very misleading. <laughs> so, uh, we also learn here that Apple Computers still wants to sell stuff in America. That was a big idea. Maybe you've heard of them. Apple Computers traded on the New York Stock Exchange. It's in New York. You're welcome. So that was fun. Fun little announcement from Donald. He also tells us that Exxon, they just announced a new investment in Alaska. Oh. Where yeah. nothing Exxon related has ever gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even mention Alaska just as a huge new investment. Yeah, right. you know what, Donnie? Legalizing piracy would cause a huge boon in the shipbuilding industry. <laughs> What'd you get on that shit, too? Hey, don't give him any ideas. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. I get to wear a patch and have a bird. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where I'm assuming a speechwriter was like, all right, well, time to throw in a platitude. So he says, if you believe in America, you can achieve anything, apropos of nothing. Yeah, right, <laughs> unless you're Mexican or Muslim, in which case we wouldn't even let you in. Or black or gay or trans or poor or female. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a whole list. There's yeah. an asterisk after that. In That's the a big asterisk. Yeah. yeah. All right. So at this point, you guys are probably wondering, when's he going to talk about prophecies and jingoism mm-hmm. well don't worry because it's now <laughs> he had a dedicated section for exactly that yeah starting with a special mention about our motto in this country being in god we trust yeah. go fuck yourself putting the god back in e pluribus unum <laughs> we're going to be a nation that worships god he just <laughs> talked about unity how yeah. does he not know there's more than one religion in america also the communism thing like how do these adults not know that right <laughs> yeah these adults all know that like actually we added that because we were scared of the communists we don't that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they right. all know they all know i don't care that they're 
they're evil, I care that they pretend not to know. I yeah. like it when evil people know, right? Is that I'm gonna shoot you with my laser shark. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. It's very clean. <laughs> Also, this unlikely exemplar of Christian fucking morals points out that faith and family are at the center of American life. Except when you're raw dog and porn stars until Melania's post baby badge tightens back up. But then right back to family and shit. <laughs> Anything is possible with 130 grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then in hush money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we get more uh, clapping bait. He's just like veterans and puppies. Right. Yeah. Make some noise. Veterans Ugh. and puppies. And uh, this is where he pointed out that kid, uh, Preston Sharp, who mm-hmm. started the campaign to get flags on all the veterans' graves on Veterans Day. Yeah. I guess that okay. was a big problem. What a huge waste of time and money. Look, yes, thank you. You, you want to give better care to veterans? <laughs> I'll, I'll say the word sure. But worshiping the dead is like the worst possible use <laughs> of time. And I can... Barely pretend to care when they're alive, and now I've got to do it when they're dead. Okay, it's the world's easiest job. All right, let's all focus on what Eli said about funding the VA more. He meant fund the VA more. That's what Eli just said. But uh, yeah, so we get this shot of this kid, and the kid wants to fuck Melania so hard. Oh, yes. He's standing right next to her. He's like twelve years old. He's got. An upsetting amount of herpes on his face and a <laughs> raging one- erection. It's it's yeah. Fantastic. Right hand never leaves his pocket. Just, yeah. Hey Melania, want to compare herpetic sores later? Stupid. Yeah. Preston, you gonna dye in the sand for oil? No, mom and dad can send you to college. Cool. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> Sit the fuck down then. <laughs> Preston, soldier <Yeah>. Preston, <laughs> Lieutenant Preston, go fuck yourself. <laughs> At best. Preston's going to draw on a digital map where your grandkids die. (laughs) There. Yeah. And then from there, we get some more just nonsense platitudes. He's just like, speaking of which, that's why America, bald eagle national anthem. Yeah. (laughs) And we proudly stand for the national anthem. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Jesus. Colin Kaepernick. We believe in God and stand up during football games. That's in the state of the fucking union. Where do I live? Like, I, I never had a clear moment of like, I don't have to live here. I, <laughs> yes. I could, if someone had come with a suitcase and a one way ticket to anywheresies, I would have been like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, he just talked about bullshit that happens before a football game. So yeah, which is. <laughs> Well, and up until this point, like, keep in mind that this was supposed to, this was billed as his unity speech. This was his bring everyone together speech. And he's talking about fucking kneeling at football games. Remember that? Remember how it was going to be his unity speech? Yeah, neither did he. <laughs> Next up from there, we got a section called the American court system now hates fags as much as God does. You're welcome. So <laughs> yeah. that was fun. Talking yeah. About how all about that. all them? Geriatric zealots I'm cramming the courts with like a tragic game of chubby bunny bound to fucking blow up our nation in 26 years. I've got a series of my friends appointed to judgeships when they remember how to spell law during their vetting. Steve. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, specifically pointed out Neil Gorsuch, mm-hmm. and uh, Gorsuch ignored him. Yeah, that was fun. It was like Gorsuch's mom was holding up his underwear in the school parking lot, yelling his name out. And Gorsuch, <laughs> yes. just don't look at me. Oh my god, he's like hiding behind RBG. He looked like he was afraid he was gonna have to solve a problem at the board. <laughs> Neil, Neil, you shot yourself. Got you a new pair, Neil. Where's Go, my, oh my god. baby, Neil? Mom <laughs> dives behind RBG. Yeah, it was great, and. uh from there, we got somehow a transition to guns and religious liberty. That was in mm-hmm. same sentence, same yep. goddamn sentence. We're protecting the Second Amendment and RIFRA. That's what the courts are for. Yeah. No, my notes here were literally just guns, God, clinging. <laughs> also, this is where he talks about the VA Accountability Act, about how they're going to make sure that the veterans or that the uh, people that work for the VA love the veterans enough. Our buddy Bill works uh, for the VA. I'm going to see what kind of vet-loving screening programs they're doing. <laughs> uh, but this is also where he, he throws out that that line about how he wants like to give people the right to fire crappy employees, federal employees, more often. Firing people <laughs> yeah. who work at the VA was an applause cue. An what? applause cue. <laughs> I wear uh. the we- Also... When he says he wants vets to be taken care of, did anyone else hear air quotes? I heard air quotes. (laughs) This thing was basically, today, I'm calling for everyone to have a book of gold stars that only good federal workers will get (laughs) instead of money because I cut the taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And that was followed by another, like, 15 minutes of overclapping for himself. Mm-hmm. And that it that defines him so well. That's him, in a nutshell, overclapping for himself beyond everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so from there, Trump moved on to the regulations section of the speech. And by that, I mean, he, he just made a blanket announcement that he's eliminated more regulations than any president in American history. Because that's a relevant stat. <sighs> just... More regulations are like it's like a poker player being like, yeah, I've I've made more bets than anyone ever. <laughs> that is all the information you need. I've made more bets. Yeah. I mean, the fact that just blanket eliminating regulations with no specificity is an applause point should terrify anyone if they happen to live in the industrial age. <laughs> you know what makes things more accountable? More regulations. That's mm-hmm. what regulation is. I feel fucking insane. <laughs> I, the other thing I wondered is like, did Republicans feel this way when Obama talked? It's not possible, right? I can't think of a thing that Obama said during a speech that like a human with empathy would be like, oh man, I can't believe he'd say, was when he was like, we're going to give people rights. They were just like, oh, oh the way that I felt watching this. Ugh. Yeah, and uh this is where we uh this is this is one of my favorite moments or worst moments depending on how you think about it. He says, "We've ended the war on beautiful clean coal." Exactly. Beautiful. These, are, these are nonsense words. Beautiful clean coal. He, he's he's angling for a three-way with a lump of coal and an auto worker in this speech. We'll get to the other <laughs> end of that soon. Yeah. I'm definitely picturing him going back to a heart-shaped bed with coal piled on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just Trump in a bubble bath full of coal. <laughs> now you do my back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is when my mom texted me. She sent me a series of texts. This is when she sent, I just threw up in my mouth a little. Yeah. That was my mom's text right now. Also, also, he says, we are now an exporter of energy to the world. Now, 
I mean, that is a true statement, right? We do export some energy, but we're not a net exporter, which is definitely what he was implying. We've always been an exporter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We also learned here that uh, his regulations are uh, really helping out Detroit. He got rid of a bunch of those, and now Detroit is the fucking best, apparently. (laughs) Is it? Is it the best? Yeah. Yeah, stake your presidency on how awesome Detroit is right now, Donald. Jesus, I'd buy the house I grew up in if I could find somebody to break this 20. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by the way, exact quote, we got Motor City revving its engines again. Oh, shit, with the wordplay. Winks at his speechwriter. That went great. That went great, yeah. (laughs) And then he, he says... The beautiful auto workers <laughs> have benefited from this. Just, like, stop saying beautiful. He says beautiful a bunch of times now. And it's like the speechwriter tried to explain repetition, but Trump's a fucking idiot. So he does, <laughs> he's doing it wrong. He's just adding beautiful in different parts. The S. gorgeous auto plants of Detroit can achieve their former glory making Ford F-150s or whatever yeah. the fuck. <laughs> Also, like he has a script. Did they just keep writing beautiful in the script, or is he just like, no, this this one needs an adjective? Yeah, he just kept adding it. He needs. He wanted adjectives. He could only think of the one. I, like I read the transcript, and it, the word beautiful does not appear. No. Awesome. I uh, am yeah. also worth noting the president of the United States reads like the stupid kid in middle school. Yeah, and especially this one line. He goes for years. We've only heard about car companies leaving us. Uh, thought, thought that said U.S. Thought it said U.S. Expresso, photography, nuclear, moving on. Damn it. But now we have sweet abs and they hit us up on Facebook being like, how are you? Are you going to the reunion? Nice try, car companies. Nice try. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Trump's plan for better medicine. This is amazing. Help out. Bigly Pharma. And uh, this is where he mentions that the FDA approved more stuff than ever <laughs> last year. Apparently, we're doing open admissions on that from now on, which is terrifying. Well, is I it mean, not? If you take the statistic like realistically, which like, yeah, that kind of that number generally grows every year. But also, yeah, however you take it, it kind of underscores how scared you should be by the blanket eliminating regulations goal, right? Yeah, that's the section we're in. Right, right. Who's the government to tell me how I can and can't cure my cancer? Yeah, uh, his (laughs) this entire point of this speech is you got a medicine, throw it in there. Go for it. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Anything. Grind up some branches. Go crazy. We will approve you he's like those guys that are like you're yeah, no credit score too bad yeah, you right, right. no one's turned away <laughs> hey remember when you'd be sick and you could go buy a tonic at the county fair <laughs> yeah. we need more speedball beverages that way those were great now they're gone right and again he literally advocates for experimental treatments is like now yeah. you can put yourself in a wheel full of molasses for your cancer no sneaking down to mexico for black salve anymore <laughs> <laughs> i want dying people to have more homeopathy I mean, that was wait, the point right, of wait, is he trying to legalize faith healers which what the fuck is this he's saying that surgery is overregulated he actually said that <laughs> And uh, this is where we get to see Paul Ryan and Mike Pence for a second. They're basically doing hype man stuff behind Trump at this point. Like, yeah. what? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <Fantastic>. Okay. <laughs> 
And uh, this is where Trump also promised that he's going to reduce the price of prescription drugs. And he makes he, he promises. He's like, watch, watch. Yeah. It's going to happen. Right. And that's his plan, apparently. Watch, watch. Right. Yeah. That's his whole plan. Because he says, my plan is to come up with a plan or actually to have someone come up with. I think Jared's free. <laughs> but again, he ends it with the watch. The the uncle who you know you could fight and win threat at the Thanksgiving table is his medical plan. He's like, yeah, why don't you say that again? Watch. Watch what happens. And I'm like, dude, you're 84. I'll gently push you down and your other hip will splinter. <laughs> like I'm, I'm already making hard eye contact with your wife as she nods me through this. Also, <laughs> you know what helps with high drug prices? Universal health care, you <laughs> demon. <laughs> and he wraps this up as though it's related to go, I'm going to make sure all our trade deals are fair, which he's done by killing all of our relationships and almost starting a nuclear war. Yeah. God. This is when my mom texts me uh, an image of an actual bag of dicks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's funny. So uh, from there, we got a whole section about roads. Just just like ten minutes of vague platitudes about uh, building them, socializing them, privatizing them, <laughs> uh, individual road savings yeah, accounts. What? I honestly have no idea what he's planning. It was just like roads are the best, right? Right? Roads, roads, roads. <laughs> like he tried to start. He's going to close the roads gap. I have no yeah. idea what he's going for. <laughs> I'll put Keanu out of a job. And, <laughs> but but his plan here apparently is to get rid of all of the regulations, right? So he's like, I'm tired of our old crumbling infrastructure, which is why I got rid of all those pesky permits, and now we can have new crumbling infrastructure. <laughs> I saw this hotel in North Korea. It's going to be yeah. just like that. <laughs> well, it even goes, he's like, they built the Empire State Building in a year. A year. Back in the halcyon days of the 1930s. But now it they won't even let you sit on an I-beam to have your lunch like that, like in the picture. <laughs> Jesus, safer, faster, cheaper. What could go right? <laughs> Literally the words he used. Safer, faster, cheaper. <laughs> right, which is a joke, right? That's a goddamn joke. He did not realize that that was a joke. Definitely not. <sighs> And we got another pan over the Black Caucus here, just pure, unadulterated <laughs> loathing. It was delicious. I thought, I thought they were gonna like hold up a red light bulb in the back. Oh, <laughs> uh, also, we should point out that like none of this is gonna happen, right? He might no. as well call for eight thousand trillion dollars in infrastructure <laughs> spending on the moon. He just took all the government's money. It's over. Yes. <laughs> And we got to see Pence and Ryan again. They're going nuts doing the hype man stuff for like the two Democrats who stood for Rhodes because they didn't, weren't sure. They were like, yeah, All right, Rhodes, I guess. I don't know. Well, but they're not just going to be any roads, though. The Democrats were impressed when they learned from Trump that they would build gleaming roads and railways and bl bridges. Damn it. Gleaming. Gleaming. Yeah. They're going to be made a bald eagle sperm and freedom. <laughs> Yeah. And basically at this point, he was like, I'd like to say a sentence that ends with the phrase American grit. There we go. Nailed it. American right. grit. And that's because even <laughs> at this point, he recognizes like, oh, how will we do this impossible thing with three vague concepts that people pretend are special? So you'll feel bad saying things like there's no such thing as American grit. You know who has grit? The fucking Russians. Stalingrad. <laughs> when we go through Stalingrad, let's talk about American grit. They were like, no, again, more missiles, more missiles. <laughs> 
Yeah, if we get Steven Seagal elected president over Putin, then we can talk about our American grit. God, don't say that. Like, how unrealistic is that at this point? It's totally realistic. I'm, I know. I got him in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and then once again, we got a shot of Pence and Ryan, which was fun, because they're like reluctantly jumping in on all the standing ovations it's like simon says at this point because mm-hmm. they're like nobody really knows what to do i just wanted trump to like accidentally put together a bunch of things in a row that were too fast for everyone and they're all just like <laughs> getting up, up sitting down and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did i touch uh, all right uh, we're, oh, again roads okay roads yeah i guess no but black people are bad. no i don't like that one no Ro- roads again okay yeah <laughs> and then uh and at the end of this section we got one of my my favorite moments. He starts a sentence by mentioning tax cuts, and then he tries to end that same sentence with new stuff he wants to spend money on. Yeah, what? <laughs> Which were uh, beautiful vocational schools, beautiful paid family leave, and beautiful prison universities. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to spend all this money in this bucket I just emptied. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he closes on the whole, we want every citizen to be proud of this country. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's going to shoot himself in the face. Oh, but how didn't. amazing would that be if he just pressed his head against Neil Gorsuch and whispered, elect a king to lead my children? <laughs> Bam! How amazing would that be? They are lost and need a firm hand. Neil, don't struggle. <laughs> and Neil's like, I wasn't, man. Yeah, I, wasn't. <laughs> I was pressing harder. I, I wanted- told you this idea. This was my idea. I want to be closer to the gun. all right well now it's time for the section about the heroin rape gang known as mexico Mm -hmm. he starts by saying immigrants are going to love our new policies that focus on the best interests of american workers i I guess he meant american jobs are going to be that much better when the Mexicans derp them? Uh, it's confusing what he's trying to say here. They're taking our gerbs is literally a quote from the State of the Union address now. <laughs> the State of the Union is derp-a-derp. <laughs> Mexicans, they come here, they kill our children, uh, they lick our blankets, they take our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Also, he does this horrible tragedy porn thing is like here my friends their kids got killed and i was like i bet if i google this it's not gonna be hey frihon you want to murder those high school students no (laughs) they went to high school together they got in a fight on snapchat it fell apart in his own speech in his own speech he couldn't mention that these were just high school students fighting some of whom happened to be from mexico yeah Oh, God, it was so bad. Yep. And this is where we got another one of his weird, like, little cameos point at the audience thingies. Uh He goes like, these are my black friends. Their kids got murdered by Mexicans. And clap. Yeah. That was by far the creepiest one so far of his clap now moments was like, yeah, parents... Mexicans killed their kids. Go. I mean, it was also, and, and this is a, a, a record that wouldn't hold for long, but it was also as creepy as please stand, <laughs> right? Because he, like every one of these little heroes that he's introducing or whatever, he's like, please stand, please stand. And he says this to this like openly weeping parents, you know, please stand. And they're like, we really, my knees are a little shaky. Stand, damn it. <laughs> and is it me? Okay. I don't want to be the bad guy here, but I'm the bad guy here. Is it me or is dad like really proud of his kid getting murdered? Like, I'm just, if you're a great dad, your kid doesn't get murdered. 
Oh, and I'm Jesus I'm just Christ. very one, that's true. <laughs> Two, I'm glad I didn't get murdered because I just know my dad would have done that shit. I know my dad would have gone to that speech and made it all about race because you know that guy makes it all about race. Oh, and then, Jesus Christ! Too. Trump Trump says everyone in America's heart is breaking for you, and I was like, my heart's fine. My heart is actually totally fine. <laughs> Fun thing about that. You know, you would feel like he'd learned his lesson about blaming gangs for New York murders before trial. You would think at some point that'd sink in. Yeah. This whole thing is just like Mexico equals MS-13. He's trying to say them together as many times as he can. He's doing a repetition thing. Like, first we came for MS-13. Then... We're going to come for all the other ones. This, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Back, this, on sounds, this sounds like a thing I've heard. <laughs> he literally Bad. says, I'm willing to work with everybody to promote my insane ethnic cleansing based agenda. Everybody. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and oh my God, this was crazy. At this moment, he came so close to doing a Heil. Oh, exactly what you're talking about. nuts. For, for a good minute during this Mexican rape gang rant, he's fucking pump faking a Heil. It was so... It was like Dr. Strangelove. Like, Pence and Ryan just like reaching over, pulling his arm back down the coach. And you're really getting close. Stop. Nope. Back down. Nope. Stop. He also uses the phrase, the right to the American dream here. And I think the phrase, <sighs> the right to the American dream, may be the most most perfect one sentence summary of what's wrong with America ever ever said yes. the right to the American dream yeah. yeah another sentence perfect summary of what's wrong with America the president said Americans are dreamers too oh fuck yeah exact quote I screamed in pain I, I was like ah I just I I know what I would have done during the Nazis I would have written jokes so that's nice it's nice to know I would have done this Lovely, yeah. White lives matter. As close as I can get to saying that, yeah. He's like white lives, I'm just listing. I'm just, I'm listing. just they do. They do. White, American, the white, the words, we, we have dreams. I just meant literally. <laughs> Americans have dreams. His unity speech. Uh, <sighs> yep. And from there, uh, he tells us we need more money for law enforcement of Mexicans, to be clear. Yeah. Uh, by undercover Mexicans like this guy, Officer CJ. <laughs> and this is where he goes, which is crazy. He goes, stand up undercover agent cj and say hello to everyone watching on literally every channel yeah right. not the smartest move also he fucks his name up right he goes this is dj or cj he told me i could call him either which is just an admission that you fucked up his name when you met him in person too <laughs> right and could CJ or DJ look any more like the word snitch came to life? He looks like a yeah. cartoon weasel. Also, he goes, <laughs> he has arrested 400 people, 220 of which were gang members. The other half, oh, you know, just humans. Everyone, yeah, right. everyone <laughs> clapped for CJ. There's also this fucking crazy moment where he goes, CJ. We're gonna send you, and I wrote in my notes to Disneyland, but no, it's reinforced. But he, he goes like, "We're gonna send you." Oh, dot dot dot. What's behind door number one? It was fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is when FedEx showed up with with a phone that my mom had smashed against a wall and sent to me. All right, so um, now that everyone's aware of which lives matter, we get the only part of the speech that has any details, mm-hmm. actually, and of course. That would be his very specific plan to keep out Mexicans. Yeah. And not just the ones from Mexico, also the African Mexicans and the Muslim Mexicans <laughs> and, the and all the different Mexicans, Mexicans yeah. that are around the world. <laughs> and again, 
This part is so clearly the only one that he thought about. He's got like a PowerPoint and <laughs> these charts and he's like sliding stuff around a risk board. It's so much detail out of nowhere. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and Chuck Schumer during this whole thing looks like he's about to make a very difficult pool shot. Yes. <laughs> <the crazy. laughs> yeah. So he has multiple pillars to his keep out all the Mexicans from around the world strategy. Pillar one. Make it take 12 years to become a citizen. And honestly, like 90% of Trump's prep for the speech was like, don't say a slave after you say 12 years. Don't say a slave. Don't say a slave. He didn't. I love the part, too, where he, he basically says, like, if you think about it, you know, Obama wasn't offering these people a path to citizenship because there's no way in hell Republicans would have allowed him to. So if you think about it, I'm even better at protecting dreamers than Obama, really. Right. The Mexicans <laughs> should appreciate me even more. By the way, the path to citizenship he's talking about is go to not home go to this place you've never been and ask super nice for a decade right (laughs) (laughs) and pillar two uh obviously build the uh kraken wall yeah well and he says we're gonna build a great wall and you can see in his fucking face where he realizes that that name's taken and he's gonna have to come up with something (laughs) different but yeah a wall though he's still on the wall thing it's so crazy Yep, yep. And uh also no more catch and release is part of this section yeah. apparently. That we have we're getting a wall and we're not doing that. I, that's an know. odd choice of terms since the opposite of catch and release is where you like keep them until they die of suffocation and then eat them. I actually thought he might have been talking about catch and release fishing. That's how confused I was. I was like, yeah, catch and release is bad. Fuck those fish. I was just reading about that. <laughs> What? <laughs> Got over to Joe Arpaio and his border gang in a boat, just Mexicans flopping all around on the deck. Like, oh, come on. This is ridiculous. What are we doing now? This is, come on. You know, you got to tell us. Jesus. God. And, uh, okay, pillar three of his immigration plan is a merit-based immigration system. And, okay, mm-hmm. this one, I actually, it sounds reasonable to me. Like, I'm sure I'm an asshole somehow and I'm missing something that his writers concealed with their fucking newspeak, but I actually <laughs> like this one. Like, why are we taking shitty people? Can't can't well, be that hard to tell. So what they were concealing here is the fact that that's already what we do. Okay. Right? I mean, there are already educational and vocational requirements for legal immigration, which is why immigrants from all these shithole countries have a much higher average education and economic productivity than the average native-born American. In other words, the shitty people are homemade. Right. Okay. Also, if the, like all the skilled and working people that aren't from places covered in black firebomb holes, they don't want to come here. The Swedish right, are well, not yeah. like, oh, yes, I would like to get crazy super fat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that was pillar three. And pillar four, no more chain migration. And again, I think I like this one. I mean, if you're good and your family is shitty, I just want you moving here. So like, that's cool. <laughs> But again, like almost all of the same strict requirements apply to the families, too. It's just an immediate family of an American citizen gets bumped up the line, you know, so it only takes them eight or nine years to process instead of 15 or 20. Of course, Trump, though, implies that, you know, it allows any legal immigrant to get their fourth cousin into the country with a Facebook invite. Right. And people <laughs> booed the shit out of me. Oh, Smile yeah. That one. Spouses yeah. and minor children, they were just like boo 
Yeah, I feel like the deafening boos from the Democrats kind of were a dead giveaway about how misleading he was being on this one. So, yeah, but but he says he's getting rid of chain migration, which we used to call that family reunification, but you can't come out against family reunification. So they had to give it this evil-sounding name. Um, but he said he's doing it to protect the nuclear family. But I'm like, but at the expense of the extended family? <laughs> Like, is this like a fuck uncles moment? What's going on here? Yeah. He also says that it's under the current broken system. You know, the one that his family used. Yeah. And my family used. <laughs> right. And everyone's fucking family used. <laughs> yep. And at this moment, we got a shot of Cory Booker. Which was fun, and he has never looked more like Dom Toretto. He, often, he always looks a lot like Dom Toretto, but like he was like he's about to spear tackle Trump off the stage and have like a wrench fight in the parking lot later. It was great. <laughs> if he just went at him like that, Dad went after Larry Nasser. That would that oh. I, that's what I needed right about now. Actually, oh yeah. God, but he gets tackled by Larry Nasser. You're giving us a bad name. <laughs> and then. Right after that, he goes, let's set politics aside. A man who just <laughs> lied about chain migration and dreamers was like, yes. all right, enough of that. Let's not fight. <laughs> yeah, let's not fight, you bitch. You dirty um, beaners. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but and then this was like one of the several false codas he had on his speech. Right, for like a minute, he made you think he was wrapping up, but you're not going to be that lucky. Oh, hell no. No. No, at this point, I was sure he was going for 90 minutes specifically. Like, yeah. he had heard Clinton set the record at 89 minutes, so he was trying to win the, like, quantity, not quality contest that fucking defines his life because he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> right. I was sure he was doing that. Well, I think you're right. He just didn't. He, he just failed, yeah. which also defines his life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of Mexicans, great segues he's had throughout this speech. <laughs> the next section is about the opioid crisis, which was caused, of course, by Mexicans somehow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, I bet most people didn't know that. It's Mexicans. Question, and I don't want to be attacked. I'm just asking questions. Drug overdose deaths. Mm. How much do we care about them in comparison <laughs> to, like, car accidents, <laughs> for example? Because <laughs> one is accident, you know? <laughs> how important compared you say to first how you rate them next to each yeah. other first well like just from the numbers the opioid overdose deaths just opioids in 2016 were like one and a half times the traffic fatalities so i feel like at least significantly more important i don't know how significantly also we spent a lot of fucking money on car accidents already you know prevention thereof and whatnot so yeah right. it's a huge problem that we need to fix but but the how matters. <laughs> we need airbags on heroin needles. They just fly out <laughs> and knock you backwards. Well, but that would be way more effective, right? Putting fucking airbags on heroin needles would be may way more effective than going after the dealers. <laughs> how the fuck would that ever work? How do you not know that cannot possibly work? We had the 80s. You saw the 90s. The 90s wouldn't have been possible without drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Mexicans always stealing their grandmother's overprescribed opioids and then using them as a party drug. Classic yeah. Mexican <laughs> behavior. Well, all those Mexicans in West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. He also says, we will prevail as a giant applause line. But I'm like, over what? Drug addiction? Like, you personally are going to be like, come on. Come on, man. Don't. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> And uh weird moment here. 
Trump had another inappropriate cameo for this part. He introduced a police officer who found a pregnant heroin addict and then adopted her baby. What? Yeah. And the officer's wife is right next to him. Clearly just like pretending she doesn't hate this oozing necrotic heroin baby that her husband made her take. <laughs> also, she's in the middle of breastfeeding that baby when the camera cuts to her. She's doing it under a sheet like a horrible Mormon, but the camera cuts to her. She's obviously feeding the... You see her go like, oh, when my tit is out. Of course. Of course when my tit is out. <laughs> also, he tells the story and he goes up to the homeless girl as she's shooting up and he's like, hey, you're hurting your baby. And she's like, I just want a nice home for my baby. I think she wanted like some money or a home for her and her baby, not for him to take her baby, not for him to cut it out with a hunting knife and be like, there you go. Wish granted. <laughs> Look up at the sky. You'll be there soon. Do, do, do. I'm going to name you Candace. <laughs> if this would mark the only time in my life when I said, oh, boy, I wish that baby had been crying the whole time. <laughs> I, was like, I thought Trump was going to go up there in the balcony and kiss the heroin baby. It was, it was just a weird moment. I thought she was actually going to drop it off the balcony. She was in Michael Jackson territory there a little uh, bit. Pan shot, the baby's just shooting up while winking, reveals an MS-13 <laughs> tattoo on her arm. <laughs> and just real quick, circling back, Eli, you're anti-breastfeeding? No, I'm pro-breastfeeding, but she was doing it under a cover like a goddamn fucking Amish, and the baby's gonna smother under there. <laughs> why Why breastfeed if not a chance for me to look at a stranger's boob and for a baby to be comfortable? <laughs> oh, okay, you're pro-breastfeeding, but only out. Like, nipples yeah, out. Yeah, only out. out. Covering your baby's weird. Okay. Nips Agree. out for Harambe. Two, two votes. <laughs> All right. Two Let votes. clear that up. Okay. And <laughs> cops don't have a hard job. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Awkward edit. Next up, we had a, uh, a section about terrorism, and it's another one of those moments when Trump seems to think tax cuts lead to to trickle down money for the government. That's I don't know what he thinks what is they happening. Think, yes. yes, it's like the Walton family is going to make their extra two point five billion dollars next year and be like, you know what? Here's three billion for the military, like, <laughs> and after that, we'll only need like six hundred billion more in donations, just like that yeah. one, and we're set. Well, unless the military needs to be bigger, so we're not set. Because, according to Trump, the military needs to be way, way bigger than everyone else. Not just way. Yes. Way, right. way. We have to double up the way. He also has this very elegant non-sentence here where he says, weakness is the surest path to conflict. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's why Sweden is always in that never-ending war. Japan, yeah, too. <laughs> Ever notice? <laughs> yep. It's also where he says our nuclear arsenal is not big enough. Oh, my fucking God. If you could send one clip back to like, you know, right before the election, I think this this would be the one. He literally called for more and better nuclear weapons in the State of the Union. Jesus. I'm just I'm surprised he didn't call it our beautiful nuclear (laughs) arsenal. (laughs) Also, he's acting like four more missiles and everyone will stop messing with us. Just like four more. (laughs) And there's this... There's this crazy moment where he goes, wouldn't it be amazing if we got rid of all the nukes? I'm going to push that time period back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Clap <right>. for me. <laughs> yeah. Does he honestly not understand what nuclear weapons do? Our nuclear arsenal from 1950 would be enough right now. Yeah. And they actually, at this point, pan over the Joint Chiefs of Staff all, all looking like... Jeff Dunham, like, teeth clenched very clearly, being like, what the fuck is he talking about? 
terrifying. Yeah. He also announced at this point that we defeated ISIS in Iraq, in Syria, <laughs> and other places in the, the medium east that yeah. I know, that I can name Nambia. if I wanted to. Yeah, we have Nambia. liberated Iraq. <laughs> we have liberated Iraq and Syria the way I liberate Madge's used pee pads. Well, right. <laughs> They're done there now. <laughs> we eliminated them from 99% of the area they used to control, so they moved. Mostly to Afghanistan, other places too, but they, they're in different territory now. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also got another shout out here. Trump points to a soldier named Justin Peck, and he's like, everyone look at the hero. I'm, I memorized his name yesterday. Please like me now, too. <laughs> yeah, right. As he says, yeah, no, Justin ran into a, a building that was both dangerous and unsafe. Hmm. He has a script. <laughs> Again, yeah. is that in the script? Beautiful, dangerous, and... Uh, wait. <laughs> no, just unsafe and dangerous. <laughs> anyway, um, this is where uh, where Trump goes into uh, his talk about terrorism, which got even worse somehow. Uh, he's like, yeah, terrorists are evil, so we're going to torture the shit out of them. Can't and have the evil. <laughs> we'll torture the evil out of everyone. We always right. know who they are, and we're going to torture them. Right. They're magic, and I'm tired of watching the episode of SVU where they go free, which happens so often. Yeah. No, terrorists have it way too easy in the legal system. I was just saying that the other day. <laughs> this is great moment. Speaking of the dentures coming loose. He goes, we have released hundreds and hundreds of dangerous terrorists. <laughs> I was so yes. hoping he was going to collapse, just turn, and there's a dart in his neck. Pelosi's just slowly putting a gun away. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yep. And uh, for some reason, they showed us Ben Carson at this moment. I don't know why. But Ben Carson got visibly sleepier since an hour ago. Again, he keeps doing it. Yeah, he's slowly turning into a melted box of Uncle Ben's rice. I don't know how. He's <laughs> got like Scrooge pajamas and the pointy hat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is when Trump goes, uh, you know how it's not a war crime if you're the good guys? Yeah, so we're keeping Gitmo open. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, remember that very publicly embarrassing torture facility we ran? We're keeping it around. Yeah. And applause. We get applause for this. Also, we will no longer ever leave Afghanistan or even pretend like it. He basically <laughs> says that, too. Enough with all of these, like, plans to leave. You get a dead kid in the desert. You get a dead kid in the desert. <laughs> yes. Everyone gets a dead kid in the desert. In fact, if you reach under your chairs, <laughs> you'll find a dead child from Muslim Mexico. <laughs> Suddenly the cops running around taking them. I adopt them all. God damn it. Stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, again, another amazing segue. Speaking of torturing Muslims. Jerusalem is the capital of Israel now. I'd like to reiterate that. He basically comes out and he's like, last month I went up to every couple fighting in the parking lot of a Buffalo Wild Wings and I said, he's probably cheating on you. Clap for me. <laughs> <laughs> then the whole world disagreed, even though we gave them money. Gross. Yes. Rude. <laughs> he's trying to hold foreign aid hostage for his insane PR stunt. Yes. Yep. Yep, apparently we're only going to give money to the good guys now. Yeah. Like the ones who torture Muslims like us. <laughs> That's how yeah. you can tell they're good, yeah. Also, he announced that we're going to fix the Iran deal. That's good. Just generally fix it, whatever that means. 
And speaking of which, he also mentions that we're going to uh, we're going to fuck up those socialists in Cuba and Venezuela. <laughs> something, we're going to do something to them. We're going to prank them. I don't know. Fucking weird hard on for Venezuela. <laughs> uh, we got a shot of Rex Tillerson here. That was funny. He is crazy looking. Yeah, he, he is, really is like he's he looks like a. Like a hentai rapist. He's like pouring <laughs> sweat and his face is like vibrating. And also, <laughs> that's because all the bugs are going to come pouring out, right? The, all right, the bugs any, filling up his skin. <laughs> any second. Speaking of which, uh, we learn here that the um, the best worst country, though, is, is North Korea. <laughs> uh, yeah. This was a very upsetting portion of the evening. He goes, everyone look at Otto Warmbier's parents. Oh, Jesus. Like, will you please stop putting grieving parents on television? What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, another unpopular opinion. Look, we all know Otto Warmbier, you can't touch their posters, right? Come on, I don't take my pug to the park <laughs> when it's cold. You send your kid to North Korea. You should have got, like, they should have done a boo <laughs> for those parents. I mean, Obama shouldn't have gotten him back, and that was wrong of him. But, like, the way Trump told the story, it was like Otto was just like, wandering down a hallway and they were like hey let's fucking torture that guy to death <laughs> also he actually uses the word finally after the auto warm beer thing he says and finally he used that word and then he didn't shut up after the next thing so that's at false coda at least number two right and he, he comes out here and he goes we're gonna honor your son with total American resolve. Another fake thing. Again, because yeah. he doesn't have anything real. It's just like, I'm going to give him all the Bigfoot unicorn hope and prayer. <laughs> and this is where we got, I would say, the weirdest cameo of the night. <laughs> from random tortured North Korean guy. Yeah. So Trump points out this guy from North Korea and he tells his whole like backstory apparently. He tried to steal coal beautiful to, to coal. trade for scraps of food. It <laughs> was dirty, food. but it was beautiful. And then, and then, yeah, he traded for scraps of food. Then he passed out, and he got run over by a train, which is fun, then, right? That has to be fun. Everyone no, no, knows no, that's <laughs> funny. That's pretty nice. Okay, I mean, I guess the speechwriter's like, all right, you throw in a joke every once in a while. <laughs> His legs were crushed by a train. You guys get it. So that happened. And then the guy survived on eating literal dirt with his family no, for a didn't. long time because nope. that's impossible. So he cracked. No, no he didn't. Um, <laughs> then he got tortured and then he found Jesus, obviously. Like, honestly, I thought Trump was going to break into Les Mis and just be <laughs> right. like, points to the balcony, ladies and gentlemen, Lea Salonga. Dream, dream, also, he lifts up his crutches. Hey, man, get some nice crutches for the State of the Union. Okay. Huh? It's a nice event. Those are dirty. Those are gross. Well, also, and I love this. This was possibly the funniest moment in the speech, if you were really paying attention, because all the like all of his heroes, all of his real Americans in the thing, whenever he would get done with him, he'd like he'd say, please stand. And he started to say that to the one legged guy whose legs were cut off by the train. He started. To, he's like, uh, what's your name? Could you please to everybody? He give it up for this guy. You hey. know? Also, this guy, like, his whole story is that, like, he illegally immigrated to South Korea, right? I just, it's odd to see him praising <laughs> illegal immigrants right away after the whole thing that he just did. <laughs> he did. Well, he's a chain migrator, but we're going to let him go on that one. <laughs> brought his family. That, yeah. Uh, no, he did. He yeah. Did. He mentioned that. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> yep. And then we got one more amazing segue straight into the big, uh, I guess I'm going to call it the... The slam poetry closing number. <laughs> yeah. 
it was the just, America word cloud. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh. It was just like, speaking of Korean guy, freedom. Speaking of freedom, America, revolution, American revolution. <laughs> Mike Pence starts beatboxing for him. Liberty, comma, statue of, statue of liberty, my country, tis of thee, sweet land Yoko of comes out, starts beating a drum behind him. <laughs> yeah, it might but it literally ends in USA, USA, yes. big That actually ends. Yeah, no, in, in my notes I have this marked as the America, have you heard about this, have you seen this portion of the speech? <laughs> also, I love that he repeats that myth. Fun fact country was founded by gold conspiracy theorists not people who wanted to rule themselves so that's kind of what our country's always been about if you think about it it's really just a bunch of people going ah, i read a fiction book that says there's gold in el dorado trust me i'm going all right <laughs> yeah no and he says like america dreamed it could rule itself and i'm like yeah boy did you show him wrong though huh yeah. <laughs> that was a dumb idea turns out he also says Americans fill the world with art and music <laughs> and rectangles and squares and shapes. <laughs> what the fuck's happening? He doesn't know anything. He's he's reading his nonsense. poetry? I think he's reading his poetry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes at one point, he says, he says, if you think about it, he's talking about all the great American monuments, and he says, and if you think about it, this building is a monument. Well, also, if you don't think about it, like mo building money, uh, that's a monument by definition of the word monument. Yes. And then they chanted USA. And I, yep. I laughed that it's in your ass and it's not coming out kind of laugh. <laughs> you know? Wait. That, like, what? <laughs> oh, God, this is an ordeal now. I got to go to the doctor and explain this. <laughs> it's fun. I can tell it's going to be funny. I'm not happy but i know it's gonna be funny <laughs> someday eventually for someone yeah and so he's really getting close he's trying to close it how many fucking closing sentences do you need he's uh, had like 19 already right let's hear it for the people yeah like all of the people <laughs> yeah clap for the people so clearly just vamping to hit that 89 minute record doesn't uh, quite make it's it it's just it's a fucking telly savalas rendition of proud to be an american now <laughs> if i had to start all over with just my children yeah. and my wife. <laughs> yeah, but he only made it to like 80 minutes, 81 yeah. minutes, something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for a tweet about how like Bill Clinton had white plastic behind his 89-minute speech. <laughs> something mine was, if you think about it. Well, he did say it was the most watched ever. So there was... <laughs> Which is false by every measure. Every also. measure that you can possibly By Fox News' measure, yes. it was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was it. He finally stopped talking. But uh, we did get a follow-up from Joe Kennedy the third. Um, any thoughts on Joe Kennedy the third's like fifteen minutes of <laughs> horrible drooling out the side of his mouths and a little awkward white guy Spanish kind of ruined an otherwise good message in the in the rebuttal speech. Oh, geez. dude, I had just watched Donald Trump talk for eighty minutes. After that, I was curled up in the shower, fully dressed for a few hours. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I watched the, the required <laughs> reading. If you did extra credit, you can write jokes about it, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you had said we were doing fully dressed for a. It's <laughs> awkward for me. Anyway, um, so uh, after that nineteenth false ending, so it was finally over. Um, before we wrap it up, what letter grade you guys giving the speech? Also, what letter grade are you giving the actual state of the union oh, in okay. reality? Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to give the speech an F minus. Um, okay. And and I'm going to point out here that it was by every reputable fact checking institution. 
the most dishonest State of the Union speech in the history of fact-checking by a lot, and that didn't even get reported in any of the coverage. I heard not a single pundit mention that because it's Donald Trump, but fucking course it's the most dishonest one ever, and we not we don't it, that's like so obvious we don't even have to fucking mention it. Now as to the State of the Union, hey, I'm middle class cis white straight, you know, I give it a B plus. Doing great. <laughs> ah, see, I gave the speech like a B plus, you know, no slurs, great poem at the end, great <laughs> shout out to the people. I always love a shout out to the people. Uh State of the Union gets an F minus and gets sent to a new vocational school, which we can't afford to fund. So hopefully a beautiful one at that. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for episode 65. Thanks to No Illusions, thanks to Eli Bosnick, and thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Michael, Corey, Nate, Bill, Jonathan, Paul, Shay, Colin, Maru, Matt, James, Rufflebutt, Sarah, and Hjurter, whose dicks and vaginas cause also Sprock Zarathustra to play when they take their pants off. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. Zarathustra, that's the uh, Space Odyssey 2001. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really cool. That'd be I really thought it cool. was Zarathustra. No, it's Zarathustra. No, it's the, the Nietzsche book? It's yeah. the same word as the Nietzsche book, as I understand. Yeah, Zarathustra. No, that, that means thus, thus spoke Zarathustra. Correct. That's, that's <laughs> just the German for that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a Strauss tone poem. Okay, we're getting off track. Anyway, we just have one last thing. <laughs> Let's compliment that pianist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. Nice. Uh, Nudiastertion? Is that how you would say that word? Yeah, that's that was what I was thinking. Nudiastertion. Nudiastertion. I've never like heard it said. I don't fucking know. Nudiastertion. Boo words. Boo. Chimera. Yeah, we'll skip that line. Yeah, you told you told me not to say it, so you don't have to go in and add the beeps. You can just put in the beep. You want me to say it, or you want me not to say it? I try to please you, and nothing I do is right. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.